What's up, everybody? I am Travesty. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And welcome back to another episode of this freaking show. It is the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. The same weekly podcast that is brought to you by BallWash.com. Guys, if you ever uh, feel the need to uh, get clean but you want to find the right product to do that, pick up the Manly product of Ball Wash. They got everything from shampoos and conditioners to body washes and even got a uh, a ball guard. It's like a lotion they put on and it dries as a powder. It's absolutely amazing. I use it myself. You can buy all these products at BallWash.com, and at checkout, use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, you'll save 15% on your entire order. They currently do have a uh, a holiday uh, box that's available. Uh, unfortunately, I think it might be too late to get it before Christmas, but just because you can't get it before Christmas doesn't mean you can't enjoy it a little bit after Christmas while supplies last. Uh, buy your stuff individually. You can also buy it in kits, or you can do a subscription box as well. Again, ballwash.com from head to pole, head to toe, hole to pole. I'm never going to get that right. You've gotten it right most of the time, I think. But. I, I think in my mind, I say like head to toe, pole to hole, head yeah. to toe, head to toe, pole uh, to, see, it's why I turned toe into toll. Gotcha. Head That's to toe, hole to pole. I think there's it's too just, many LEs. It's like, uh, I think I just, Associate it like like it's an accent thing. I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah. I think I gotta change the whole the pole part. I think that's the part that kind of like gets me. Mm. Like you know, if I can find something that uh, describes uh, a penis as well as a uh, a bow hole, right? Then uh, I think uh, I think I could. I think we really got something there. But I think I think the whole hole to pole messes up the toe part. Mm, gotcha. But at the same time, I need something to kind of rhyme, and because it's very similar. I mean, I think that's where it works. You know, like like Sarge is over there saying, like when it comes to your wiener, like nothing gets cleaner, some goofy <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> no, you're uh, sorry, Sarge. Yeah, and then obviously, you know, Ball Wash came up with the whole like when it comes to your sack, to got your back. Like, okay, so it's the words that rhyme, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I like I like head to toe, hold the pole. I think that's good. I just can't say it. It's like, right, I, 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 plug for next season. I'll we'll we'll trade we'll trade plugs for next season. Yeah, I think I think the elegance that you uh, that you come off with on uh, the way you speak would make the uh, plug for ball wash uh, more entertaining. <laughs> it would make me laugh. I'd have trouble getting through it, but I'll right. try. I'll and do it for the, you and yeah. for the listeners. <laughs> and then the guy who uh, has a hard time articulating a proper sentence will talk about fucking reading. So. Be perfect. Perfect. Speaking of reading, uh, or being read too, this freaking show is also brought to you by Audible.com. If you would like to have a book read to you by a professional book reader, uh, which is a great title for a person who records books, um, <laughs> I, I've totally forgotten what they're called, but book reader is what I went with. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you want to participate in our uh, our upcoming reading challenge, our upcoming book club. Uh, you can go over to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and get yourself a free 30-day trial and a credit towards your first audiobook. Maybe go ahead and pick yourself up the Phantom Tollbooth so you're ready to go next season when we're reading it together with you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a, it's a great, great way to get some books read. Great way to uh, to enjoy some entertainment and uh, maybe learn something or just enjoy a great story. 
So head on over to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and get yourself your free 30-day trial and your free credit toward your first audiobook right now. I actually just, uh, my my copy of Phantom Tollbooth actually just got delivered a couple days ago. Very nice. Yeah, I went, I went with the actual paperback legit book because I really want to challenge myself and actually read it. I dig that. So, yeah, so I'm really excited. And it's awesome because uh, there's pictures in it. I kind of thumbed through it, and I was like, oh, there's some fucking pictures in here. So I'm really excited for this. I'm, I'm excited for this new uh, segment. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, I think, right? It's, it's going to be something different, something new and exciting. I think it's going to be something that uh, that really pulls you into, Joe. It's like, it's like this is right up your alley with reading and fucking, like, educating yourself and shit. Yeah, well, I haven't. I've been, I've been really behind on my reading this year. And this is a way to get that, uh, get that kind of back on track. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Thank God for this freaking show, bringing right. the FN Book Club, so Cartoon Joe can get back into reading. Yeah, yeah. Granted, this book is like for like twelve year olds, but don't need to uh, challenge yourself intellectually all the time. I mean, no. That's why, yeah, I mean, that's why we still watch fucking, you know, like Cartoon Network from time to time or Disney Plus and shit with like old Boy Meets World and stuff. Yeah. Just, to, you know, fuck it. <laughs> but, uh, comfort food from time to time. Exactly. You know, like maybe you don't want to have pie for dessert. Maybe you really want one of those old fucking ho-hos or, uh, or, uh, Swiss rolls or some shit. Ho-ho or Swiss roll? Which one you, uh, prefer, Joe? I prefer the Swiss roll. God, they're so much better. So much fucking better. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so uh, the Freaknet Book Club or the FM Book Club is coming next season. It is the new segment that we're bringing to the show, which is replacing this season's uh, uh, segment. Uh, that freaking happened. Uh, still a uh, completely original idea, not a rip off of any other uh, podcast. Um, so, uh, we're going to, since this is technically the season finale, and technically this is the last episode of the year, this will be the last time we do that freaking happen, Joe. Nice. It is. So, I want to do that real quick, and then I want to talk to you briefly about what I wanted to talk to you about before we start recording, but since, uh, we're already here, might as well talk about it. All right. Uh, so, Joe, what freaking happened this week? Yeah, so I, I, I wanted to finish the, uh, the season on a good one. Mm. Um, today, back in 1865, so December 18th, as we're recording, 1865, slavery, slavery was officially abolished in the United States. The 13th Amendment was formally adopted into the U.S. Constitution, ensuring that neither slavery nor involuntary servitude shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Which is pretty cool. Now, I will say there's a, there's an ellipsis there between servitude and shall exist. Uh, and right in there it says, except for uh, punishment for a crime. So slavery, in some extent, to some extent, does still exist in our prison industrial complex. Uh, and we should probably work to abolish that. But uh, generally speaking, good good things. What do you what do you mean by like inside like the prison systems? Like are they still doing like those uh, like working in ditches with picks and shit, or are you talking about like working oh, yeah. in, like the kitchens and libraries and stuff? Uh, not just working the kitchens and library stuff, but like, uh, well, you, you've seen like the, the trope on, on TV where they'll show them like making license plates. Yeah. Yeah. They do things like that. Like they, the state, in certain states, people can, private companies can contract workers from the mm-hmm. prison, 
and they don't pay the workers, they pay the state. And it's, it's very, it's almost exactly the same as the, uh, the old plantation system where you might rent slaves from somebody, but instead of, uh, instead of buying it from a plantation, you buy them from the prison. See, I always thought that uh, the prisoners got paid. It was just like really low, like two bucks an hour or so, some goofy shit so, like that. And it is really low, um, almost absurdly low, but yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like in California, it's like $2 an hour for fighting fires and stuff. Mm. But the world we live in. Yep. Well, mine is, uh, I, can't even, I can't even pretend it's similar to yours. Um, I don't know if you can consider this a high note or not. I'm going to roll with it. <clears throat> On uh, December 13th, 1931, uh, Winston Churchill is hit by a car. <laughs> yes. The English statesman and future Prime Minister Winston Churchill is hit by a cab while walking across Fifth Avenue in uh, New York City. What's up? Nothing. I'm just being silly. Oh. Uh, Churchill had apparently forgotten that American traffic keeps to the right and didn't look in the correct direction. Churchill suffered a serious scalp wound as well as two cracked ribs and was admitted to the hospital, where he later told police that the accident was entirely his fault. Uh, concerned that the driver of the cab would be blamed and then have trouble finding work, Churchill arranged to meet him at the Wardorf Astoria Hotel, where Churchill served the driver tea and gave him an autographed copy of his book, The Unknown War. <laughs> Churchill used his time in the hospital to write an article about the incident titled My New York Misadventure, which he then sold for $2,500. The following month, Tur uh, Churchill got a prescription from his doctor for alcohol to help alleviate the pain from his accident. <laughs> this was during the Prohibition times. Oh... Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. Um, as prime minister, he spent like 90% of his waking life totally blasted. Just completely yeah. drunk. Yeah, but it, it was a prescription, so it's yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't know it was a prescription. That was great. Yeah, I'm assuming he always got the same doctor to rhyme that prescription. Yep, yep. Well, it's that, that medical, medical champagne. It's gotta be, right? It's like, it's like, hey, Winnie. What you doing drinking a beer at 8 a.m.? He's like, I got a prescription. It's like, I'm sold. I need it for my ribs. Right? Fucking sold. Uh, Billy would be alive today that <laughs> because of the genocide that he perpetrated in Bangladesh. <laughs> if he just died from that car accident. Anyway, sorry. Right. We probably right. would have also lost the war, so I don't know. Mixed bag. Right. A whole, a whole lot of what ifs. Yep. A lot of what is. Who is in, who is in that picture with them? What was that? That was FDR, Churchill, and who is the other person? I think it's Joseph Stalin. Stalin. Okay. I know it was a Russian guy. I just couldn't remember if it was Stalin or the guy before Stalin. Oh, yeah, Lenin. Yeah. yeah. Stalin. Well, no, Lenin died. Uh, the death of Lenin was the reason for World War One, right? Uh, no, it was Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Franz Ferdinand, there we go. Okay, perfect. <coughs> All right, anyways, Joe, I want to run a scenario about you, and then we're going to talk about cancel culture. I'm intrigued. Okay. So, you have another podcast called GeekCast Live. So, let's say hypothetically, you, uh, you want to Google GeekCast Live. Just to see, just to see what's going on with it, see if there's any talks or rumbles about it, right? Sure. And then all of a sudden we come across a podcast that started in April of this year called Geek 
crew live. Uh, but, they, uh, but they go, they go by GCL. Right? Yeah. All of a sudden, you're like, you know what? Let me listen to it. Let me see what's going on here. Uh-huh. And then you listen to it, and ironically, their intro is very similar to what your intro is. Mm-hmm. And they use a lot of the same kind of like verbiage and stuff that you use in your podcast. But it's okay because they're Geek Crew Live, even though right. they go by GCL. Yeah. How would you feel about that? I'd be upset about it. And I'm glad that I'm not seeing it in the first four pages <laughs> of Google search results. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, uh, from time to time, I do like to kind of like Google like this freaking show and just freaking wrestling. So just to see like, well, what's going on out there and seeing if it's, if, if it's showing up somewhere different than like I know of. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way I found out that our podcast is like still on Stitcher. It's on Player FM, iHeartRadio, Amazon bullshit, all that. But it turns out there's another podcast out there called Just Fan Wrestling. Goes by JFW Podcast. It's three people, two dudes and a girl, and their intro is very similar to mine. That's some bullshit. Yeah, and it bothers me. And I saw that, like, they don't have any social media. They only have, like, 25 episodes. They started in April this year. And the only way to reach them is jfwpodcast at gmail.com. Now, my email is jfwpodcast at yahoo.com, so I had to... You know, message DJ. I was like, hey, bro, did we ever get a Gmail account for JFW? He's like, no. And I was like, fuck. Okay. Because if we did, they wouldn't be able to get it. And then they'd be stuck with, like, fucking Hotmail.com or some goofy shit that doesn't really exist anymore. Right. But it fucking bothered me. I was like, what the fuck? Like, it's, it's one thing if they just wanted to go by, like, just fan wrestling. But the fact that their shit actually says... JFW podcast and the fact that their logo, which granted is new, it's yep. very similar to our original logo that we had. Jeez. So, so it's, uh, we're definitely, well, not we, but, uh, you know, I am definitely going to, uh, talk oh. about that quite frequently on JFW this week. And I don't want to, like, I'm not going to tear them down like Succotash did to us many years ago. Yeah. Um, but I am going to fucking goof on them for the fact that they kind of fucking ripped off uh, my podcast. Yeah. Because, first off, just fan wrestling does not make sense. Right. Right? I mean, like, you could have called yourself wrestling fan. Or fan of wrestling. You could have been FOW. But no, you literally went with JFW Podcast. Yeah. I've also noticed there's like a, a Just Wrestling Fans podcast. Yes. Different people. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with JWF. Sure. Yeah, it's different. Because it has nothing to do with the way mine works out. But Just Fan Wrestling fucking bothers me. Yeah. I'm just like, you motherfuckers. And of course you have to go look like, when did they start? Okay. Because obviously, because when I say here, and I, I did this for this freaking show right before we started, I Googled it to see if it existed, which still blew my mind to this day that this freaking show was never really a podcast name. I think it's a great fucking name for a show. I think mm-hmm. it'll still be great for a network show on television that we should fucking host one day if we just get a chance. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, 
But, like, nothing even similar. Like, this freaking show, that freaking show, you know, even this fucking show. Like, nothing like that was, like, existed. Right. Right. I did the same thing with JFW. You know, I was like, see if Just Freaking Wrestling or JFW Podcast existed. It didn't find fucking sold. Because I even think, like, uh, Just Wrestling Fan Podcast or whatever, I think even that one is fairly new. I think that one started, like, last year or some shit. So yeah. I'm assuming that these people like my idea so much, like, we got to fucking steal that in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And Just Wrestling fans like, well, we'll just call ourselves JWF. So it's similar, but not as quite similar. Right. And then JFW Podcast, Just Fan Podcast, uh, Just Fan Wrestling Podcast is like, oh, well, we can't do JFW or JWF because somebody else took it. So we'll just go with fun instead of freaking. I was like, you motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. So I'm like really, I'm really oh, tempted. To- yeah, I'm really tempted to fucking email them. Like, hey guys, um. Change your shit. Yeah. Because now I'm worried that what if my fucking uh, domain laps and I don't realize it and they fucking buy it. Yeah, right? Right? Because I'm I, I fucking nervous about shit. Like, crap, now I actually got to pay attention to shit. But for the love of hell, now there's now there's two JFW podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not happy with it. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, though. Fucking, uh, you you guys ever pissed me off over there on Geekcast Live? There'll be a new fucking podcast coming out. New GCL <laughs> podcast. <laughs> fucking, uh, I'll find, uh, I'll find a, um, a fucking, uh, new domain like GCL.samurai or, uh, nice. Or, uh, violentpole.com. Ah. Uh, nice. What's the opposite of press? Pull? Pull is pull the opposite of press. I was doing push, but violentrelease.com. That sounds like a porn website, right? Ah, uh, oh God, passiveaggressivepress.com. I'll go with that. Nice. Yeah. Pacifistpress.com. Anyways, uh, yeah, I just wanted to kind of share my little vent there. Um, but we're gonna talk about cancel culture, Joe. We talked about about a little bit on our last episode. Then, uh, obviously Christmas time is coming up. And, uh, guys, just so you know, uh, this is our last episode as we go and take our break over the next two weeks. I think we'll be back. I want to say it's January 6th or January 8th. I can't remember which date. Um, so it's Christmas time. We're going to talk about Christmas and we're going to talk about the things that people are offended by during Christmas time. And, uh, what better way to do it? Then uh, finish up the season with uh, another round of my Corona. If you guys remember, it's a uh, it's a game we made up uh, to pay uh, tribute to a uh, horrifying pandemic that we suffered through for the last uh, eleven months. Uh, can, can you believe it hasn't even been a year? It hasn't even been like, a year of this shit, but it yeah, feels like it. It feels like it. it. Feels like it's been a decade. God, it feels like it's been so much longer. I love, I think my favorite meme, a meme I've seen so far is, uh, like, uh, like people are watching the countdown to the new year and all of a sudden it rolls over to like, uh, 13, 1, 20. My That's favorite one. <laughs> um, so, uh, obviously if you guys haven't had a chance to check out the news, uh, Tom Cruise lost his shit on, uh, I think it was another, uh, What's that fucking, uh, uh, series, the movie series that he fucking oh, does? Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible, yeah, seven, right? Yep. 
Um, so yeah, so apparently, uh, people weren't doing the proper, uh, social distancing and mask wearing and all that stuff. Lost his shit. A couple people quit. Um, I'm assuming it was worse than him jumping up and down on Oprah's fucking couch. Oh yeah, I listened to the audio. It was brutal. Yeah, see, I haven't seen the, I haven't heard anything, but I just saw, I saw articles about it. I didn't read anything and I didn't hear what he said. But there was one, uh, God, I'm trying to remember, uh, there was something a long time ago where it was like audio uh, recording of somebody losing their shit on a stage or on a film studio. And I want to say that was also Tom Cruise, but it was probably somebody else. I mean, uh, could have been Russell Crowe, could have been Mel Gibson, could have been. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, it was a, I think it was. Oh, oh, uh, fucking uh, Christian Bale. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like I was like one on the. I can't remember which movie it was. I don't remember if it was like American Psycho or Batman, but there was one scene like somebody was talking, like the, like the sound guy or somebody, or like one, or even some kind of guy, just an uh, an assistant, like was like talking like quietly, yeah. and fucking like Christian Bale heard him or some shit, yeah. and like he was threatening to like quit. <laughs> yeah, like he was threatening to quit the entire fucking movie just because this dude ruined one fucking scene. Yeah. Um, so, obviously Tom Cruise went nuts. Um, justified to an extent, but a little overboard. Yeah. Um, that's going to be our Corona Extra. And then for Corona Light, we're going to use, uh, the, uh, Governor, uh, what'd you say, how do you pronounce her last name? Gnome. 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 Yeah, Governor Gnome from, uh, what was it, South Dakota? Not camp, I can remember. Yep, South yep. Dakota. Okay, cool. Uh, who kind of lifted all restrictions to COVID, uh, for a brief period of time. Uh, it does look like it's kind of coming back because people are dying. Um, she's going to be at Corona Light. We're not going to have any Corona Middle extra premiere, whatever the fuck it is. So it's just light or extra. Uh, I'm going to give you something that, uh, has been a topic of cancel culture or offensiveness or anything like that. Give a brief description of what's showing here. And then you gotta tell me the uh we can do it one of two ways. You can either give me the extra and light, so give me the positive and negative, both sides of the argument for it, or you can decide which one it actually is. If it's hey, I think they went a little too extreme with it, or maybe they're not, you know, maybe it's not as bad as they're making it out to be. So right. your call, Joe. So how how much you want to dive into it? Um I'm happy doing it either way, depending on what the situation is. If it's pretty cut and dry, I'm happy to just say one or the other. But if it's something that's a little complicated, I'm happy to get into it. So I think we'll maybe I'll just do whatever I feel as each thing comes up. Right. Follow your star, Joe. Yeah, I will. Alright, I want to do this first one. This I, I wanna kinda of wanted to save this one for the end, but it's too stupid not to bring up. <laughs> okay. So I want this one to start us out. Uh and this is the title of the article. Uh, it's from thecontinentdaily.com. I'm not sure what kind of fucking news group it is. Sounds bad, but go on. <laughs> yeah. So the title of the article is Leftist Now Offended by Harmful Christmas Lights. Oh, my God. All right. A Minnesota, yeah, a Minnesota couple received an anonymous letter Monday criticized the, criticizing the Christmas light display on their St. Anthony home as harmful. Uh, the letter to Kim Hunt, I guess it doesn't matter if I mentioned her name, it's out in the public anyways. Uh, she received a letter, and if I could find where it begins, so the letter says, I couldn't help but notice your Christmas light display. 
During these unprecedented times, we have all experienced challenges which casual words just don't describe what we're feeling. The idea of twinkling colorful lights are a reminder of the visions that continue to run through our society. A reminder of systemic bias against our neighbors who don't celebrate Christmas or who can't afford to put up lights of their own. We must do the work of educating ourselves about the harmful impact an outward-facing display like you, uh, like yours can have. Uh, I challenge you to respect the dignity of all people while striving to learn from differences, ideas, and opinions of our neighbors. We must come together collectively and challenge these institutional inequalities. St. Anthony is a community welcoming of all people, and we must demand better for ourselves. So, Joe, this couple puts up Christmas lights to celebrate the holidays, and uh, apparently the lights, from what I've just read, are offensive to either uh, people who can't afford to put lights up or people who can't um, don't don't celebrate Christmas. So, uh, uh, which one's bad? Gnome. Uh, gnome is, uh, not, uh, I, I guess in this, no, so cruise is way too far and gnome is, ah, no. Ah, all right. Cruise then. That's too far. I, like, <laughs> you know, I gotta say, uh, it sounds fake. It sounds like this couple wrote themselves that note and then sent it into the paper because they wanted to make the news. Ugh. See, I could believe I can't it. imagine anybody being that that self-absorbed. Really, Joe? I really can't. Well, let's go through the rest of the list and we can kind of decide from that point. Um, but yeah, no, it, it is kind of goofy. Um, the only reason I believe it isn't from them is because there's a stamp on this envelope and who's going to pay for a stamp and waste their money on that? I mean, that's just crazy. Right, which is also weird. You can make the news. It's great. Yeah, which is also kind of weird because, like, don't you think, like, if you were, like, a neighbor, you could just throw it into your mailbox? Why do you actually have to mail it? Yeah. Yeah, or even just, like, like, uh, tape it to their door or something. Or uh, it's your neighbor and you live in Minnesota. Just just walk over and say hi because it's it's Minnesota. I don't know. Yeah, like, it makes me feel like if somebody if somebody sent it in from nearby, like they know they're in the wrong. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, would, would you like to would you like to hear the uh the owner of the lights response? Uh that she I guess obviously she was on the news and was talking about it. Sure. Um uh, ironic that the letter writer is doing exactly what they accused the homeowner of doing, not being accepting of others. So, I honestly believe this is probably the worst of it, but honestly, I don't even know what uh, is on this list. There is one I think is kind of dumb, too. But in all honesty, in my opinion, a lot of these are fucking dumb. And maybe I'll get my opinion on them, too. I don't know. If I disagree with you, I'll get my opinion on it. Christmas, do what you want. Right. Uh, let's see here. Which one is the next list? Is this one? Okay, we'll go with this one. Uh, so let's see here. So Santa Claus. Uh, why do we betray this near omnipotent elf whom all children worldwide are supposed to supplicate as a white man? How about having a black Santa for a change? Or a gay one even? Isn't it time for a woman to be running things at the North Pole? 
Just because Santa Claus is a European traditional figure doesn't mean that he should be portrayed as a white man, right? Who's writing this? I don't even know. <laughs> this is this is a list of faithandheritage.com. And an what is that fucking word? Occidental? Uh Occidental? Occidental? What does that oh, word mean? Is that? Yeah, you're right. What, what does that word mean? I can't remember. Well, anyways, it's from... Ah, Faith- related to the countries of the West. Okay, so faithandheritage.com is Occidental Christianity for Preserving Western Culture and People. This is a list of Christmas is racist, says everyone not white or Christian. Uh, so we know the celebrating the birth of the Savior would be a, uh, would be so hateful and bigoted, right? Apparently, we white people have been mucking up the feast of the nativity, and it's high time that we come clean. Wash from our sins and be as white as snow. So, it sounds like this is like a sarcastic fucking list, but they are things that have been mentioned to an extent. Okay. So, I'm just going to run through them. And like I said, just uh, give me your opinion on them. So, uh, Santa, black, gay, woman, why does he have to be white? Is that not... I don't care. It's fine with me. <laughs> right. Right. Is that a, is that an argument that you consider too extreme or eh, who cares? Is that a gnome or a cruise? I'm gonna say a gnome. I, who cares? Right. I think He's realistically, just, it's like Santa. Santa should be who you believe him to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why the fuck not? Right. Uh, a Christmas story, a movie famous for you'll put your eye out kid warning about BB guns is apparently steeped in white privilege. Uh Let's see here. Uh, uh, family, uh, family values, uh, gun control, uh, bullying, uh, fighting, uh, sexism, uh, due to lamp shaped like leg, and, uh, child yeah. abuse, child abuse to soap. Uh, I'm assuming they're talking about when he uh, had to put the bar of soap in his mouth. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say gnome on this one too. I, I feel like, like, yes, those are things, but also like cult, it, there's a lot of cultural touchstones in the movie. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be made the same way today, but that's just because culture is different, because that's how time works. Yeah, it was, it was, when we were talking, when we were talking last week about doing this, one of the biggest things that I thought of was the movie A Christmas Story. It's like, cause I mean, obviously I don't hear much about it, like, I mean, there's, there's other things that are either going to be on this list or things we're going to talk about on other fucking websites I pull up that uh, I haven't mentioned, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, Baby is Cold Outside and stuff like that. Uh, but, like, Christmas Story, I don't hear much about, even though it's, like, it's, like, listed. You know, they talk about, you know, him wanting a gun, you know, shoot your eye out and the bullying and everything, because bullying is a big fucking deal to everyone nowadays, which it should be. Bullying is a horrible is fucking thing, and I don't think people should be bullied. I do believe... Oh, bullying. <laughs> what do you think I said? I thought you were saying bowling. Oh, like bowling? No. Bo- bullying. <laughs> I don't know how to fucking... Sorry, enough. I was like, I don't remember that being in the movie, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> bully. Bullying. Bullying. Yeah, bully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being, yeah, yeah. A, being a bully. Being yeah. a bully. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's just one of the things, and it's like you said, because <clears throat> this movie was made in, like, what, like, the early 90s and some shit? Yeah, maybe you um, back. Yeah, I've, I've been watching, uh, fucking Happy Days, made back in, like, what, the 70s? Christmas Story was? Hmm? Oh, shit, wow. 
Um, but I've been watching Happy Days, uh, which I think was made in like the seventies or whatever. And there's a lot of, uh, episodes that have to do with like racism and like, you know, like, uh, uh, Richie Cunningham's dad was in the war and his war buddy was coming to visit and his war buddy happened to be black and he was getting married and, uh, they couldn't get like the venue they wanted. So they agreed to like let his friend get married in their household and like all the neighbors weren't comfortable with it. And Richie's mom wasn't too comfortable with it. Like not like in a negative way, just like more in like a nervous way. Cause she's never been around a lot of black people and stuff like that. And like watching that episode. And then there's like another episode, like, uh, like next, like the following season, a couple of episodes later, uh, about a, a a black kid who comes to town who's now the drummer of Richie's band who's playing as like some luau party and no one's parents were allowing their kids to go to the luau because there was a black kid there and I'm watching this shit I'm like you know it's funny because when like back then it seemed like the way they like like uh, portrayed racism in like shows has a different feeling than when racism is portrayed like nowadays. Right. Like, I mean, they're always going for the same message. Like, you know, like, respect everyone equally. Everyone's the same. And I agree with that 100%. Yeah. But, like, like remembering, like, watching that, like, a couple days ago, watching that, remembering uh, some of the scenes that had to do with racism and, like, the French Prince of Bel-Air from, like, the 90s. Oh, yeah. And then looking at things coming out, like, nowadays. It's, like, it's, it's it, has, it has a different feel to how you see it, but uh, it has the same message. I, and I don't know if that makes sense or not. Yeah, but it's it's just kind of it's just kind of goofy and like I I think a small part of that has to do with like more of like uh, how's the right way to say this without people fucking thinking I'm a horrible person. I think like I think like as we go through time, like the, the closer we get to where we are now, it seems like how like like white people need to be more apologetic. Mm. Yeah, I don't like, I don't necessarily see it that way, but I think it's it's more that. We have fixed a lot of the overt problems. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to think about the things that are, are more insidious that maybe we don't pay attention to and don't notice. I like when you use big words, Joe. Thanks. Because right. you say insidious, and all I think about is that, that horror movie with that creepy child. Yeah. Which yeah. is insidious. No no creepy child racism. <laughs> uh see here. White Christmas, the song and movie of the same title are clearly from the evil racist. What's wrong with a tan Christmas or a blended mocha Christmas? Yes, everyone wants tan mocha and black colored snow on Christmas morning. It's lots of fun and play in. And as for real people, who would want a college with white people? Uh, you know what I gotta say is the the more you read from this article, the more this article sounds like the letter that was written to that Minnesota couple. Right. Like next time this guy writes, he needs to just put it on someone. He just needs to mail it to somebody he doesn't like instead of trying to make it news. Yeah. It looks like a lot of these, uh, you know, it looks like a lot of these are going to be on different lists. So let me go to a different list here. I'm going to say gnome, by the way, on that one. That's just, just, I don't know anybody who's like, ah, we shouldn't watch the movie White Christmas because it has the word white in it. It's only like it's only people who 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 either don't know what racism is or don't understand cancel like uh, what's wrong with things who are complaining about it and making it up as a problem that doesn't exist. Right. Well, not Christmas related, but on that same topic, how do you feel about the group of people who wanted to change the name of the White House to something completely different because of the word white? Oh, I've never heard of that. Or White Castle or White Hen. I've never heard that. 
people wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I I know the White Hen. I think changed their name to Golden Hen because of that. Did they really? Cast, I, I believe so. But that was like ten years ago. But I heard something about like like they they thought that the name White House shouldn't be called the White House anymore, which I do believe like the only reason it's called the White House because it's a big ass fucking white color fucking building. Right. Really a white. Uh, yeah. So I, mean, I think yeah, I think even Obama called it the White House. You know, it's like right. I mean, that's just what I mean. That's it's a big fucking White House. You know, and I think yeah, these, yeah, these yeah. Have to be jokes. Well, even I two change.org petitions. That I found right away by googling it. I think I think even the fucking people like were trying to petition the Chicago White Sox to take the word "white" out of their fucking name. That's dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's talk about baby. It's cold outside. All right. So, so this, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, this is from the IndieStar.com. Uh, again, I'm not sure how credible it is, but they get they they tell you why it's offensive or why people believe it's offensive. Uh, so, uh, some say it promotes date rape culture. Uh, those in favor of banning this song insist that the woman in the song tries multiple times to leave while the man pushes her to stay. The woman sings, I ought to say no, 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 sir, expressing clearly she wants to go and says, what's in this drink? Sounds like a red flag that there's something in the drink that shouldn't be there. The man responds with, mind if I move in closer and gosh, your lips look delicious. Which come from come off to a creepy, uh, yeah. Which comes off to some as creepy and unwanted behavior. Yeah. So this is an interesting one because I, I, it comes up every year and mm-hmm. it seems to me to be sillier every year just because it's like we've already had this conversation so many times as a culture. Um. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. Like it, it, it shouldn't be a thing. But, uh, I also understand, like, like, culture changes over time. We are, you know, the, the Me Too movement made people more aware of sexual assault and sexual battery and, and the types of things that women face in their daily lives that they shouldn't have to face. And, and all people, not just women, but, you know, that was kind of the focus at the time. And, um, you know, the, the thing is that that song was written at a time where it wouldn't have been culturally acceptable for her to say, yes, I would like to stay and have sex with you. Yeah. And so uh that was the way that you would do it at the at that time when the song was written. That's how you would make the excuse that you were going to say was that you would be like, "Oh, I've had too much to drink. I couldn't I couldn't drive my car home, so I had to stay at my boyfriend's." Or you know, um and and that's why she says I it she doesn't say I say no no no. She says I ought to say no no no. You yeah. know. And so she's, it's, there's that sort of like, like well, from Joe, her fucking, she probably couldn't because she was slipped some kind of fucking Mickey in her drink. <laughs> right. And that's how it would sound today if that song was written today. But right. when I heard it, I just assumed that like, hey, there's probably booze in this fucking eggnog. Right. Exactly. And that's, that's exactly what she's saying in the context of the song, in the yeah. context of the time it was written in. Right. They took a, they took a beautiful fucking Christmas song and it's like, hey, let me sing you a song about rape. Yeah. Right. Anyways, uh, so you numbed it? Yeah, I did. I did. Perfect. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It promotes okay. bullying with the lyrics such as all of the other reindeers used to laugh and call them names. They never let poor Rudolph play in any reindeer games. 
1964 stop-motion film in particular has come under fire for its bullying of Rudolph by the other reindeers, and especially from his father, Donner, who forces Rudolph to wear a fake nose. Hermie is made fun of by other elves for his desire to become a dentist. Yeah. I, sorry, I think I've confused the things again. Cruise. This is, it's too far. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I just, it's, it's a movie. Guys. I'm not going to lie, Joe. I think you confused all of these because if yeah. you say cruise, it means that people are being way too offended by it. Yeah. Well, no, some, oh, okay. Yeah. I definitely did confuse them all. Right. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that's cool. Like, think of it like, like if somebody is really being, uh, like, really making a big deal about this, then they're being a cruise. Gotcha. If people are being more like, okay, you know, like, you know, maybe they have a point, maybe they don't, then it's a gnome. Yeah. But you see where it gets confusing because with gnome, you know, she didn't see the uh, COVID as being a big deal, how she lifted it. So right. I, I get, I get where the confusion is. Uh, so let's do this. From now on, they could be a gnome, they could be a cruise. Both are uh, equally uh, going, uh, not really, not really going clear on what it is. And then the other side, uh, um, yeah, I feel like I've had something to say about each of them. So my I'm, my position is clear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But so. like, come on, it's it's freaking the 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 story. It's just telling you the story. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he got bullied. That's part of the story. It doesn't promote bullying. The point mm-hmm. is, the bullying was stupid because. He had a talent the other kids didn't have. Right? And then look at him. He became the leader of the fucking reindeers. Right. No one ever wants to talk about that. Like Rudy. Small little fucking guy can't get on the football team, but then he gets on the fucking football team. Yeah. Right? Are they going to cancel culture fucking Rudy because they're making fun of him for being too short? (laughs) I don't know. This one kind of surprised me. Uh, Do they know it's Christmas? I don't think I know this one. Well, this is a song. It was playing that Band-Aid. You do know what Band-Aid is, right? Nope. Okay. Well, it'll be explained here. Uh, so the song, Do They Know It's Christmas? It's patronizing. The 1984 song written by Bob Geldof and Midge Yuri and performed at Band-Aid was in response to the famine of Ethiopia. Critics argue the lyrics promote a white savior complex and is condescending. The line... Well, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you, is seen as one of the most problematic, and Bono even changed the lyric when performing in the 2014 Band-Aid 30. The line, and there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time, and no rain or rivers flow, is ignorant to the fact that Africa does indeed have snow and has one of the longest rivers in the world, the Nile. Yeah. I kind of see the point that they're making. And so I can't remember if I'm supposed to say cruise or gnome. <laughs> uh, you'll be saying gnome. This will no. be a gnome. Yeah, no. be a gnome. I, I kind of see the point they're making, but I also think that it sounds like Band-Aid is the kind of thing that white people really like. And it seems to me that the song is trying to convince white people to help other people. Well, Band-Aid, and it, that might be effective, even if it's a little problematic. Well, well Band-Aid, if, if, I, if I'm remembering correctly, and you can probably look this up later, Band-Aid is very similar to what Live Aid was. But Live Aid was, you know, obviously for AIDS, where Band-Aid was for uh, 
uh, uh, starvation around the world or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, feeding, feeding kids. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't produce, like, so much food that it's ridiculous that anybody goes hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh. Oh, trust me, Joe. I know. I I felt bad throwing away the husk of the tamales I just ate. Yeah. Well, I don't even just mean, like, like the stuff that we buy and mm-hmm. then don't eat all of. I, the amount of stuff that's produced but never goes anywhere. Like, grocery stores throwing away perfectly good food because they can't sell it. Or farmers who can only sell certain, like, perfect peppers to the grocery store. And so they got to sell, throw imperfect peppers away. I don't know. And I'm not blaming farmers. It's, it's our, our whole system's kind of screwed. I'm going to, I'm going to blame the major co- companies and corporations on that. Yeah. Cause I'm assuming small town farmers and stuff like that, they easily sell those on the side of the road. It's probably like those fucking farms that are like owned by like a fucking Costco or a Walmart that has like a produce section that wants to sell the proper fucking pepper. Oh, but because they're contracted out to those major corporations, they can't sell those like vegetables on their own on the side because technically they own it. It's right. Crazy. Yeah, it's like how all those farmers had to kill all their their animals because they couldn't send them to the factory to be processed. Mm-hmm. Uh, grandma got ran over by a reindeer. No, stop it, Cruz. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got. I got to read it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's it's disrespectful and callous. Grandma drank too much eggnog, forgot her medication, and took off, and was found by her family the next morning with hoof prints on her forehead. The singer wonders, should we open up her gifts or send them back? As if that's the most important matter the day after her grandmother was killed. Also, this doesn't seem like Santa ever takes responsibility for the incident. They should never give a license to a man who drives a sleigh. Good lord. Oh, I still say cruise, but I feel like it's a joke, and that's fine. It can be a joke, but good god. Uh, the song Santa Baby. I don't. I'm not a big fan of it either. It's it's, it's not. To me, this is the diehard of fucking Christmas songs. Oh, it's just. It's it's Christmas related, but it's just it's too sexual for fucking to be an enjoyable fucking holiday uh, fucking song. And uh, this is why it's offensive. It's raunchy and superficial. It's released in 1953 by Eartha Kitt. The singer uses her sexuality to get lavish things like a 54-shot convertible, a yacht, and money. Santa is positioned as a sugar daddy type to provide her what she wants because she's been so good this year. Think of all the fun I've missed. Think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed. Hmm? See... I actually don't have any problems with that. The weird thing to me about the song is that, like, high schoolers are allowed to sing it and perform it. That's where I, or like, they'll have like, like little kids perform it at like preschools and shit, just because it's like, oh, it's just a fun song. Like, I don't know, Joey. I'm thirty. I'm thirty-one years old, so maybe it's my mind that doesn't remember. But I don't think I ever sang this song at one of my fucking Christmas uh, festivals. I it's gotta be. It's gotta be an Indiana thing. Yeah, I know for a fact because my high school girlfriend uh, did sing it during during a thing, and I was like, uh, we had an argument about it. Really? Yeah. Not because I wasn't like 
trying to be puritanical or, or creepy or anything, but just like the, uh, the court dance choreographer was like really trying to get them to sex it up. And I was just like, you do realize y'all are in high school, right? Like, I think deep down, you're just really pissed. Your girlfriend was calling another man, baby. No, it's not, even, if not, that, I, even that man is uh Santa. Yeah. I'm really not that jealous, but it was just, I don't know. It, all right, uh, use your sexuality to get the things you want because you get paid less than us. But <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. I don't know why it's on a list for Christmas shit, but ah well. Is it because their parents aren't around, so they eat popcorn for dinner? Because I I do have a problem with that. No, this is about a certain person. Oh no, they put the black kid on one side of the table and all the white kids on the other, don't they? Yes. Yep. Yeah, uh, during the holiday feast scene, Franklin is seen sitting alone one side of the table while many of the film's white characters are seated together on the other side. Franklin also appears to be sitting in an unstable lawn chair, which causes him to topple over at one point. The other characters appear to be seated in sturdier-looking chairs. Why is Franklin and Charlie Brown Thanksgiving sitting all by himself at the table? Man, things that I did not notice as a child, one person wrote on a Twitter found in 1973 films airing the day before the turkey-filled holiday this year. Yeah. I would say no, because they do have a good point. I, I, I would like to know why also. Like, was he edited into the film later, and so they just they just put him there, or... You know, and and it doesn't have to be. I don't. I don't think it's an inherently racist thing. It's possible that the the artists or the animators or whoever, like, they weren't consciously thinking about where to put everybody, and so they were just like they just did it the way that they thought looked good without without considering how or why it might be not okay. Or maybe they were very intentional. I don't know. I don't know enough about it, and I don't think there's any stories where anybody's going back and interviewing the animators. Yeah, but you know, it yeah. is. There is. I, I'm not saying it's not problematic, but also, like, it doesn't have to be. And, and I think that's the problem, right? Is is we have unconscious biases that is. It's important to investigate and and root out, mm-hmm. um, because like I, he was still invited. That's a that's a leaps and bounds ahead of where it would have been, you know, in the 50s or the or the 40s. That like your Happy Days reference, them being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. With a, a kid in the band who's a drummer. Yeah. I don't know. That makes sense. Yeah. I, and just, I, just as a sidebar, it's good that we, none of us noticed, right? I mean, because our parents raised us right. We, all we noticed is that he's there and he's one of their friends. That's how it should be. Well, yeah. I've never seen it, so I don't know. Oh, that's a good movie. Well, it's fine. I'm not, I'm not a big Peanuts fan. Like, even, like, that Great Pumpkin movie, I think I watched it once, and it's because I had to because I was in school. It's like, ah, it's Charlie Brown never, like, was a big, like, a big thing for me. That's fair. Right? I mean, like, it's just, like, I mean, talk about bowling. Fucking Lucy pulling the football away and shit. Right? I mean, come on. Where's that cancel culture culture article? Right? Uh, That was the last one I had, Joe. Nice. Right, so not not a whole lot of cancel culture, and you know that was the weird thing. Like I tried to find, you know, like see if there was a list of like people like like things people wanted to cancel for Christmas over the last decade and shit, and it just isn't a list. It's just random fucking people throwing things out there. Like, 
You know, fucking, uh, you can't do, uh, maybe it's cold outside, cause dude's a little rapey. It's like, yeah. article that'll get passed around Twitter for hundreds of clicks. <laughs> and I think that's my main problem with, with quote unquote cancel culture is that I don't think it really exists the way that it's talked about. I think a lot of people just write articles to make it sound like it's a thing that exists because the outrage machine gets clicks. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you say, oh, I was canceled, you're going to get more clicks because people are going to be like, what do you mean you were canceled? Oh, my gosh, that's horrible. But like if you if you take a second and you think about it and with with any amount of thought, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, no, that it either makes sense or that doesn't make sense. You know, <laughs> like Louis C.K. losing his job for showing his penis to his coworkers. That makes sense. He should have lost his job for that. <laughs> Well, I mean, in, in in his defense, he did ask first. <laughs> All right, Joe, we're gonna do one more thing here, real quick, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do this like a little speed round thing. Sure. All right, I'm gonna give you a name of a of a movie that has at at one point has been dis, uh, has been uh, categorized as a Christmas movie. Okay. Now, your goal here is to give me a reason why it is. And why it is not. And you have to give me one of each for all these movies. And your why it is cannot be because it happened at Christmas time. Alright. Okay. So mm-hmm. give me Die Hard. Why is it a Christmas movie? Why isn't it a Christmas movie? And don't use the phrase because it happened at Christmas time. It is a Christmas movie because it's about a man trying to get back to his family in time for Christmas dinner. Okay. It is not a Christmas movie because it has nothing to do with Christmas. It just takes place around Christmas time. Okay. Uh, Batman Returns. Um, I forgot that that could count as a Christmas movie. It uh-huh. is a Christmas movie because, I don't know, they wear Santa hats or something. I, <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in so long. It's not a Christmas movie because I haven't seen it in a really long time and don't know why it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Probably for the same reason that, that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. No, no. Uh, Gremlins. Oh, yes. It is a Christmas movie because, um, God, what's his name? The original Mogwai is a Christmas present. And it's about the consequences of his Christmas, uh, not taking care of his Christmas present. It's, a, it's an allegory for getting dog, uh, like a pet for Christmas and not taking care of it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a Christmas movie because after the initial gifting, it has nothing to do with Christmas until the love interest of the movie talks about her dad pretending to be Santa, slipping, falling, and dying in the chimney and not being discovered for three weeks. Which is not a very Christmassy theme. What the fuck? Uh, lethal weapon. It's, it's one of the weirdest scenes in the whole film. <laughs> lethal weapon. Um, I, I don't. It's not a Christmas movie because it doesn't have anything to do with Christmas, does it? Mm-hmm. it starts, oh, is it? Yep. Uh, lethal weapon is a Christmas movie. The film begins with a jingle bell rock and ends with a family united around a Christmas tree. Well, I'll be dipped. You know what? I might be confusing Lethal Weapon and Die Hard. He could be. No, well, I mean, maybe. I mean, they, Mel yeah. Gibson and Bruce Willis are very similar. I know. Only one has hair and one doesn't. Mm, that's true. Uh, Edward Scissorhand. 
not a Christmas movie because I think the majority of the movie takes place during the summer. Is a Christmas movie because it's about a family coming together to celebrate unique differences. I don't know. I'm out of things. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, I had most of these movies I haven't seen in over a decade. No problem. Last one, man. Harry Potter. Oh, All not a it. Christmas movie because um because it's not about Christmas in any way, shape, or form. Is a Christmas movie because it does spend a lot of time at Christmas time with him like playing wizard's chess and like setting up the end of the movie so that you know that he knows how to play wizard's chess and also. Mrs. Weasley sends him a sweater and stuff. And it's the only part of the movie I ever remember with any clarity. Is the only reason Christmas is involved in Harry Potter is because they need to give a reason for why so many uh, students are gone and Harry is left alone to wander aimlessly into his next comeuppance? Yep. Perfect. Basically. Yeah, he can't go home during Christmas because his uh, his relatives don't want him. Gotcha. <laughs> Alright, Joe. For the last time in season four, uh, what you freaking on, man? What you freaking thinking? I am freaking thinking about um. Sorry, I had to pick. Uh Well, I just I I did this also for Geekcast Live this week. But <laughs> do you do you try to make a point to do two different things a week? One for GTL and one for us? I do. I'm happy about that. Yeah. But sometimes the thing is just too good, and so I do it for both. And uh, this is one of those weeks. Um, One of my favorite podcasts (laughs) that I listen to regularly is Behind the Bastards. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really good. If you've never listened to it, I really highly recommend it. It's usually about, like, history's greatest monsters. So he has episodes about Hitler and Stalin and um, the guy who started... Oh, L. Ron Hubbard, the guy who started Scientology and, and all of that stuff. Well, last week he did a two-parter on a lawyer named Roy Cohn. And it's honestly, I think, the two best episodes of the show I've ever listened to. I go back I've I've listened to it now all the way through probably four times. How long I, don't, the I don't re-listen to podcasts. I listen to them once and I delete them. So what did you say? Sorry? How long are the episodes? Um they're about an hour. So sometimes he'll do instead of doing a two parter, he'll do one like ninety minute episode. But But yeah, it's real good. And I I don't know what it was. His writing was just on par, and his his guest that week was really good. It was a good episode, good couple episodes. So, what about you? What are you freaking thinking about? Ah, God, so much, you know. First off, the uh, just fan wrestling really bother me. I'll have to get over that. Um, I started watching the uh, the Twilight fucking uh, series again just for the hell of it because I had uh, some time to kill uh, before, you know, I couldn't go to bed early because I was working nights over the weekend. So I was like, I need something that could, like, that could kill fucking six hours. So I started watching Twilight. Uh, never realized how much of a horrible, horrible person fucking Bella is, by the oh, way. Oh, I know, right? Oh, she's the worst. Right? Like, when I first saw it, I'm just like, God, you know, like, 
fucking, like, I blamed fucking Jacob. It's like, dude, you know he has a fucking boyfriend. Back the fuck off. But after, like, watching a little more, so I'm like, oh, it's kind of fucking Bella's fault. He fucking kind of let, let him on the entire fucking time. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's that. Uh, usually when I have, uh, when I'm off work, uh, me and, uh, Sherry have been, uh, partaking in the, uh, coffee shop to hear that opened up here in town. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I'm excited to do that tomorrow. There's a lot of things that are going on down here, Joe, that you need to come check out, like the ice cream shop, the coffee shop, the sweet shop, fucking Steam Hollow Brewing. A lot of stuff down here, bro. Really, nice. uh, really missing out. Yeah, I got a three day weekend. So, uh, Very nice. some, yeah, so, you know, just trying to figure out some things to do. Obviously, you know, I, I'm going to take a break here from podcasting for a couple weeks. So it's going to be nice to kind of refresh from that, try to figure out what's going on for season five and, uh, you know, get everything ready for, uh, for, uh, the, uh, F and book club. Very nice. Yeah, I'm just going to. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy for it. I'm I'm really I'm excited for you it. to have some time off to relax. Yeah, you need that. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm trying to figure out what <clears throat> because obviously, I mean, with JFW, like it's been so like 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 few and far between when we actually get like shows recorded and shit. So I'm trying to debate if I want to take the two weeks off or not. I mean, like, if we did, if I could make a difference in what we are now, because we only do a show, like, every other week anyways. But I may take the whole two weeks off and obviously just work, but I really want to I really want to figure out, like, the best way to tackle Season 5. I know we got a couple ideas um, on how the show format's going to change a little bit, and I really got to get a hold of Ripley Street to see if they have our new theme song ready. Yes. So that's another thing that's on my list of things to do. And maybe I'll dust my desk. It is kind of dirty. A lot. There's a lot of shit to do. But yeah, that's about it. Hey, Joe. Yes. Uh, every week our listeners can catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But if an hour a week of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough for our listeners, where can you go? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Nice. Guys, as a reminder, uh, this episode of this freaking show is brought to you by FreakNet Studios. Make sure you check out FreakNetStudios.com to see all three of the podcasts that are associated with the network. Uh, you can find us on uh, iTunes. No, fuck it. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching Just Freaking Show. And our show is released every single week on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Player FM, Amazon Music, and Spotify. I think, I don't know if I said it already. Yeah, just by searching Just Freaking Show. Uh, I'm trying to get us on Pandora, but for some reason Pandora's being a little bitch. So, uh, not really sure what's going on there, but, oh. uh, yeah. Just uh, search this freaking show. We'll show up everywhere because no one's stolen our show yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for that this freaking show, F-R-I-C-K-E-N, right. to fucking come out so I can completely lose my freaking shit. So um, that's all I got, guys. Uh, thank you for being here for another season. We look forward to talking to you in 2021. And uh, make sure you go out and get your Phantom Tollbooth book so you can join along with us. As always, I am Travis and I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.